Life Audio. You are listening to The Beckett Cook Show with your host, Beckett Cook. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. To help support the podcast, visit patreon.com slash the Beckett Cook Show. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving a five-star rating. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. I want to talk about why I do what I do. Why do I do this show? Why do I write books? Why do I write articles? Well, I wrote one book, but I'm writing, I'm working on two more. But why do I go speak at churches and conferences and universities? Why do I do these things? But first, a word from our sponsor. I was thinking about this the other day. And it, it's really weird because I, it just kind of struck me because I was trying to think, okay, why, why do I do what, why do I do what I do? Um, and the bottom line, I got to the very bottom of it and it's literally because I don't want human beings to go to hell. Like that, that's, I know that sounds <laughs> That sounds kind of harsh, but that's that's really the only reason I do what I do. And I mean, of course, all the glory. Now, I want to make this very clear. All the glory goes to God. I can't even believe that God would even use me in this way. I mean, I'm I'm very humbled by it. I'm honestly humbled. I'm not I'm not this is not trying to you know, celebrate myself at all this is all the glory goes to god but i want to read you a few things and talk about a few things that i've just a couple of of uh, messages and 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 situations i've been in that have really kind of brought it home to me and i'm so again i'm so just in awe that god would use a broken vessel like me i mean it's just it's crazy to me and I, and God uses all of us. I mean, it's, it's crazy that God invites us to join him, <laughs> to participate in um, building his kingdom. And, and again, it's, it's, I, there's no, when I talk about LGBTQ issues, when I talk about these things, there's zero hatred in my heart. I only have love because again, there, but for the grace of God, go I. I used to be, I used to identify as gay for 20 years. So I, <laughs> I live that life to the max. I know what it is to be in the dark. And yes, I do have contempt for media and for, you know, the New York times and for other places that, that brainwash the culture. I, I, I do have contempt for, for, for them, but I don't have contempt for, um, people who are in the dark and who are struggling with this. And, and so um, I, and another reason, not just, not just not going to hell, that's not the only reason, but it's also to help, to help parents and to help people in general to stay firm in their biblical convictions when it comes to sexuality and gender. 
Um, because as, as you know, many, many churches are falling for this lie. Many Christians are falling for this lie that homosexual behavior is good, righteous, and even holy. Uh, many, many evangelical churches are across the country, across the, the, the West, are buying this lie. In England, uh, you know, the Church of England, what they're doing, they're, they're blessing same-sex couples, as I did a whole episode on that. But... Um, so I just want to, to talk. That's, that, that's the other reason I, I do what I do is, is to help Christians stay firm in their convictions, to not buy the lie. Because again, I was in the dark. I bought the lie hook, line, and sinker. I, I bought every lie there was. I believed all of it. I, again, I was pro, I was pro abortion. I was pro LGBTQ. I was pro gay marriage. I was pro every, everything that people in the dark are, uh, or most, you know, most people who are in the dark in the West. So I, I just, I just want to read a couple things. I, well, first of all, I was at a church. I spoke at a church, uh, I think two weeks ago it was, or a week ago. I can't remember now, two weeks ago in Oregon in Eugene, Oregon. And, um, and afterward, after I spoke, a woman came up to me with her son. Her young, she had a young son, and she came up to me with my book in her hand, a change of affection. And she said, "She said, you know, I just want to tell you that I used to be gay affirming. I used to, you know, I used to not believe that homosexual behavior was a sin." And one day my son, her son was young. He was probably 12. One day her son came up to her and said, mom, homosexuality is a sin. And she balked at that and she was really upset. And somehow she ended up getting my book and she read and she, and she told me, she said, I didn't want to read your book. I was so angry. And as I was reading your book, I, I was getting mad and madder and madder and but by the end of it, she realized that she was wrong. And praise God, that was the Holy Spirit convicting her. And she realized that um, that homosexual behavior was is a sin. And she now understands that. She she gets it. Because, again, we're being brainwashed. We've been being we've been brainwashed by the culture for decades now. I believe trying to normalize homosexual behavior as i always say the it's gone from a behavior to an identity sin to a sacrament over the last 50 years and just well-meaning christians are buying this lie because they don't they they just they keep hearing it over and over and over again through tv shows media through even through their churches and so they buy the lie and and I always say, I mean, this is, it's so dis destructive. Satan is so thrilled. He has so many people to see. He's laughing his head all the way. He's laughing his head off all the way to the bank. He's, I mean, this is like screw tape letters on steroids. I hate that phrase, but it's screw tape letters <laughs> um, all over again. I mean, the, the, the demons just behind all of this are, are just manipulating things and, and they're so happy they're so thrilled that so many Christians are deceived about this issue. 
And so again, um, the, 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 the converse of, of not wanting people to go to hell is I want people to be in the kingdom of God. Like that's, that is because again, because I was lost for so long, I didn't get saved till I was 42. And, and, uh, I want everyone else. It's like finding the treasure in the field. And I, I want everyone else to find this treasure and to be in the kingdom of God, to have eternal life. I mean, it's eternal life is, is the craziest thing. It's the most amazing thing. And, and, and hell is, is eternal torment. It's like, and it's real. It's not a fiction. It's actually real and it's eternal. And it's, it's, it's it's so scary and so i just want to read a message i got from someone and i won't use his name i'll just i'll call him joe um he sent me a message through instagram and i get these these kinds of messages a lot and uh through social media or through emails or whatever and i'm going to read you an email in a minute but um he said hello my name is Joe. I found a video of you and Rosaria Butterfield a few months ago. I've watched a lot of your videos and they've helped change my life. And again, this is God. This is not me. God gets the glory for this. Okay. He says, I was miserable for decades trying to find Mr. Right. I've been baptized and now going to a, ch a, a church in Knoxville, Tennessee. God, God, my pastor and your videos have given me a peace in my heart. I've never had in my 54 years. Thank you for your videos. And then he signs his name. We'll be right back after this short break. Again, that's why this is, I love getting these messages because it's just so, so encouraging to me. <laughs> I mean, obviously it just is so encourages me because it's like, this is what, this is why I do this. There's no other reason. Like I don't do this for my own fame or glory or whatever. I do it for God's kingdom and for God. Like I been to see people, to see the light bulb go off in people's heads and be like, whoa, wait a minute. I've been missing this. And of course the Holy spirit is doing that. So, um, and I'm just going to read a, an email. I got an email along letter from someone and I actually posted this I think on Facebook a while ago but I just want to read a little bit of it because this was just blew my mind it was so encouraging this guy says dear Beckett I finished your book and want to say thank you so much for writing it your story has given me inspiration and let me know I'm not alone I also understand why same-sex attraction is hard to quit as you talk about it has become an identity I identified as bisexual when I first came out seven years ago. I thought I was doing the right thing by acknowledging my interests and giving in to them. In the end, it has caused more harm than good. And I see clearly now that my only identity can be found in Christ. I'm a child of God, not a bisexual. Praise God. Praise God. Um, and then he goes on to talk, he goes on to talk some more. And the last, the last part he says, and the last kind of couple of paragraphs, he says, um, I don't know why, 
because he, he talked about his ex-boyfriend for a while. And then he says, I don't know why I just told you all that. I guess I just wanted to explain my story a little bit. Just know that your book did wonders in helping me understand my life and why I have the feelings I do and how I need to respond to them. Our culture has confused me. Again, this is why <laughs> I do what I do, because the culture is confusing everyone. Um, the culture has confused me, leading me away from God's design. I mean, I don't blame culture for what I have done. In the end, I'm the one who did it. I put my fleshly desires above godly desires. This is amazing. Like, I'm about to cry. I gave in to sin. To be honest, there are days when I wonder why this is, this is the sin I struggle with. But in the end, as Paul talked about, it is the thorn in my flesh. I have asked God for forgiveness and the strength to fight sin. It is a daily battle that I face. And so, and I'm going to read just the last closing paragraph he, he wrote, but these kinds of, these kinds of emails and messages just blow my mind and, and just encourage me so much. And um, because, you know, some, some, I, there, you know, I get some comments sometimes about on my videos or about my book or whatever that, you know, that I'm being hateful or that I'm being judgmental or whatever. I mean, it's rare, but I get some of those comments and it's like, again, that is the last thing I'm doing. I, the, I literally, the only thing I'm doing, the only reason I do this is because I want people to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, to have, um, to have, to, to, for that, that, separation from God to, to be removed because of putting your trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, having that relationship with Jesus and having eternal life. I mean, having a relationship with Jesus is the most mind blowing thing you can have. It's the best relationship you can ever have. That's why I have zero problem being single and for the rest of my life and being single and chaste celibate. I mean, Rosario gets mad at me when I say celibate, because apparently I'm not supposed to say celibate. I'm supposed to say chaste. I, I still don't really understand the difference, but anyway, <laughs> maybe Rosario could come up back on the show and talk about that. But that's why I don't, I don't get, I don't, I'm never down about being single and celibate or chaste. I, I'm never down it because I have this relation, relationship with the king of the universe. It's insane. It's totally insane. And uh, there's nothing better, as I always say. I mean, everything else in this world pales in comparison. So, And I want everyone else to have that. So anyway, he goes on to say in this letter, thank you again for your story. It has given me hope, guidance, and security that in God's eyes, I am doing the right thing. I am so glad you told your story and published it for others to read. Continue the great work you're doing. It is absolutely inspiring. <laughs> and by the way, I mean, when I wrote this book, A Change of Affection, when I wrote this book, I'm not, I'm not saying it's uh, inspired by God, but I did every 
every day I worked on it, I spent time in prayer and I would just ask the Holy Spirit to help me write, to give me wisdom, to, to help me write what I needed to write that day. And, and he did. And, and um, so anyway, again, I'm not trying to promote my book. I'm not trying to promote anything. I'm just, I just wanted to talk about because I, because I did, I was doing the dishes the other night, and I just was like, "Why do I do what I do? Why do I spend all this time? <laughs> Why do I spend all this time traveling around the country and doing the show and writing? And why, why do I do it?" And that's really the bottom line. The bottom line is, I don't want people to go to hell. That's it. I want them to go to heaven. I want them to be in the kingdom of God. So, if you're out there. By the way, if you're out there and you don't know what the gospel is, I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. So I always do this. Let, let's pretend this iPhone is you. And let's say that this paper is sin because of the fall, because of the fall of mankind that happened in the garden. Sin is now, and that let's say that the light up there, this light is God. So now sin has separated you from God. There is no, you can't, you have zero access to God because of sin. But let's say this, Jesus is uh, the, the water, the bread of life. And uh, if you drink from, from him, you will never thirst again. So let's say th this cup of what this glass of water is Jesus. So if you put your trust, your faith in Jesus and trust him as that he, that he died for your sins, that he rose on the third day, that he was actually resurrected from the dead, that he lived the perfect life that we should have lived and, uh, and died the, the death that we deserve. If you put your trust in Jesus, then this sin goes away forever and you are reconciled to God through Christ. So now you're, you not only you're united to Christ. So when you become a Christian, when you're born again, you actually become united to Christ and the Holy Spirit indwells you. So now, yes, we still sin and there's this whole process of sanctification, but now that we have the Holy Spirit indwelling us, so we have this supernatural power to, to mortify the flesh, to mortify sin in our lives. And so now you're united to Christ, so you're reconciled to God. And now when God sees you through this glass of water, through Jesus, when God sees you, he sees you as perfect. That's, this is called Christ's imputation of perfect right. He sees you as perfectly righteous because Christ's righteousness is imputed to you. So it's, it's, put, it's imputed to you. So now God sees you as righteous. And that's why on the last day, we're all, I mean, whether you believe this or not, I've said this before, on the last day, Christ, when Christ returns, you are either going to be under his mercy or judgment. And if you're united to Christ, when you, you can stand before a holy God, you will be able to stand on the day of judgment before a holy God, because you are in Christ. <laughs> so it's impossible for you to be condemned. But if you are not in Christ, you will be condemned and you'll be separated from God for all of eternity. And you will be you will be sent to hell. So 
Um, that's basically, that's the gospel. That's the good news. That's why it is good news because all it is, is trusting in Christ. And if you're, if you ask, if you're asking, well, how do I even do this? Well, one of the ways is get a Bible. I prefer this English standard version, the ESV version, but get, just get a Bible and just read the gospel of John. Maybe start there, read the book of Acts. The, the book of Acts is super interesting, fascinating. Uh, and so get a Bible, start reading it, try to find a, a gospel-centered church that is a solid gospel church in your area. Start going to church and um, and just and cry out to God, you know, just every night, every day, just cry out to God, God, I want to know you. I want to be in your kingdom. I want to have eternal life. So please help me, help me in my unbelief. And so <laughs> anyway, I, I just wanted to share that with you guys because uh, I've been getting a lot of these messages lately and it's been so just profound to me. It's been so encouraging and profound. And so just like, I just, I read these letters and I end up in tears because I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe God is doing this. And so thank you guys for watching and uh, I will see you next time on the show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beckett Cook Show. Your support makes this content possible. All episodes of the Beckett Cook Show are also available on YouTube. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. Thank you to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find more faith-centered podcasts about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project. A project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible, talk about what it says, and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.